This is Now Serving. Now here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Now Serving with Chris and Jess. That's right. It's the podcast where we serve the tea, the tea being the truth or our versions of it each and every week. It's kind of like gossip, too, if you think about it. It really is. <laughs> I don't really know how much truth there is to what we're saying, but oh well. Um, <laughs> and listen, I'm really fired up because I 1000% expect for me to ace the celebrity quiz. Boo. Boo you. Mm. Um, fool me once. Shame on whatever. Anyways, <laughs> put the kettle on, please. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm very proud of the fact that last week I finally stumped you. After all these weeks we've been doing it. You know what? Finally stumped you. You know what? What? It was so obvious. Listening to it this week, I was like, duh. Like, I knew it was someone who was running an empire. And who else, other than Martha Stewart, is so notoriously known for going to jail? And it was for Mother's Day, too. I was Ugh. trying to tie it into the theme. It was, you know, Mother's right. Day Sunday. I don't I know. I really thought you were going to get that one. So, yeah. And I, I also... Like, just rewatch the roast of Martha Stewart, or was it? Oh, sorry, the roast of Justin Bieber, yeah, shortly yeah. before that. And Martha roasted Justin on the special, and it was outstanding. And it was all about her going to prison because he's inevitably going to end up in prison. Um, it, it was, was such great. a good roast, it was. I, love, I love the roasts, they're so good. I feel like they're, they're so good. Are there any new ones coming up? I haven't seen anything about that. I feel like we're due for a really good one. Maybe not. I haven't seen. Yeah, I'm going to Google this. After. We are. We are. It's yeah. a charitable endeavor, mm. right? Yeah. So here we go. <laughs> all right. Is it all right? I think we should just dive into this. Please. Like, here please. we go. Put everybody out of their misery. <sighs> you know what? Everyone's. Uh, this is going to be another interesting week. And I'm hoping that I can, this is the beginning of, you know, you losing on this. You've won for too long. The tide has to to turn. All right, here we go. So I'm going to give three hints. Then in the final segment, you can uh, ask three questions about the hints and you get to make three guesses. We agree on the rules? Fine. All right. Hint one. This person was on a 90s TV show. Hint two, they were in the Broadway production of Chicago. And the final quiz, or the final hint is they were managed by one of their parents. Yeah. Ugh. Think about it. Okay. There's a couple people coming to mind, but mostly I've never seen Chicago on Broadway. I've only seen the Have movie, seen the movie? adaptation. Yeah. So is it, are we talking about the Broadway one or are we talking about the movie version? So you know what? I'm not going to be a stickler for rules, but actually I am. Um, if you want to <laughs> ask that as one of your questions at the end, I'd be more than happy to answer it. But I'm not going to make any comments uh, at this time. And I'm very sorry about that. No, you're not. Rules so are rules. Why? Rules are rules. And this is why you keep winning. We, we agreed on the rules before, and I'm not budging on them anymore. I'm really know, sorry. But I'm talented at get maneuvering myself around the rules without you realizing <sighs> it. You're just catching on now. That's the difference. Yeah, I guess so. All right, fine. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. Let's I'm listening. Let's get into our first listening. segment of the podcast. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, um, Instagram... What's piloted that? a project what's that come on instagram popular <laughs> social network social app whatever you want to call it instagram everybody has instagram uh <clears throat> here in canada where we record our podcast chris and i are canadian welcome to everyone who isn't um they piloted a project where they're going to remove you know when you like a photo and you have the number of likes displayed underneath of it. It's like 
you know, 14,000 people liked at Trey Posh's photo. Yeah. 14 people liked at Chris Griffin's photo. You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, one could deduce that Jessica is a star. A celebrity. A celebrity. Thank you. A regional celebrity. Well, yes. Mm -hmm. So, great. Now, they're they're piloting this project where when you look at a photo, it just says so-and-so, so-and-so, and and other. So, it might be people that you're friends with who like the photo or whoever. And it doesn't give an explicit number. Now, I have been informed that if you click on the people who like, like the and others, it gives you a detailed list. Yeah. The reason I'm saying I've been informed is because this hasn't taken effect on my Instagram. My Instagram still shows what? the amount of likes that everybody has on theirs. Yeah. I don't Weird. know. Yeah. And I have it on two phones. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I tried it. I tested it on two phones is what I mean. And both phones, it still shows me like or whatever. I don't know. You must have some sort of like celebrity account or something. They I must do. know you're an influencer and that you have to see the number of, of likes. Right. Of course. It must. That's of the course. only reason. <laughs> Instagram knows. <laughs> uh, okay. So there's really this, this kind of, I think, has two parts to it because mm-hmm. I would like for us to debrief on this. And what does this mean? Is this a positive change or do you think this is a negative change? Let's discuss. So the first thing I thought about was Instagram's really used by two people per se. It's like the everyday user, like you, and the influencers, like me. <laughs> oh my god! I've heard enough. I've actually heard enough for this. Week. I can't even. Like, fuck, <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't say. help me. Oh my god! I'm uh, not even like. <sighs> you know, the audience. I know oh. they love me. Thank Damn. you, everyone, for being here. Listen. Okay. Okay. Or or brands, right? Like there's mm-hmm. businesses on there. But I'm a mainly brand. like the influencers have made a career on Instagram. Yeah. So I was like, okay, how is this going to affect the everyday user? And to me, I think it's probably a good thing, right? Because I think maybe people who are our age and older or even a little bit younger. We don't really care that much about how many people like our pictures. Like, I don't really care. I, I post things to post things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with the, the younger generation, like teens and younger, it's a really big deal. Right? Yeah. And we've seen kind of this spike in online bullying. And it's just. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really interesting. Like, honest, I'm kind of surprised that they're they're doing this. They're piloting it. Um, I'd be curious to know what they're trying to, to see, like, are, are more people posting or what, like, what are they being maybe less selective with what they post? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised by it. I think like mm-hmm. I've noticed a change. I mean, I don't really post many like regular things. I post mm-hmm. a lot of my story though. Yes. I became some like, yeah, I became yeah. a serial poster there and I know you can see who views it, but I don't ever remember looking at the number of people that would view it there um but i i know a lot of people that will care a great deal about not being able to see how many people like their post right i don't know i think it's cool though i forget if i talked about this a few weeks ago but i turned off notifications on a few of my apps one of them being instagram uh, because they find it so distracting like people are always tagging me and things i'm getting messages i'm getting memes <laughs> All day fucking long. What I don't do know you what mean, you mean, Chris. Oh, you, do you know who I mean? I have a few chats, and you and our friend Jordan uh, happens to be one of them, and Steph, who's an angel who never um, speaks up in the chat. Which, by the way, I we have to take a really quick pause for Jordan. Jordan, I, I hope you and everyone else is having a really great. <laughs> We promised we'd do that. Jordan's one of our mutual friends who we love, and he suggested we do that in the podcast. Liza Minnelli, everyone. What a a treat. But yes, so I shut off notifications, and so I feel like it's kind of, you know, this just feels better. I actually like the feel of Instagram without that number there. I care less about it. What 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 is it that you think? Is it less pressure? Like, is it less... 
superficial like what what is it because of course I have a number of thoughts Mm -hmm. that it was trying to get out of my head preparing for this and then I just said fuck it I'll just talk about it (laughs) (laughs) well here this is the thing like I never really paid attention to this before but I mean if I if I like a a post I'll 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 like it I'll double tap it I'll hit the heart whatever the hell you do Mm -hmm. um but now I find that I, I don't know like I'm often now seeing, like, I think, like, who liked it. Like, if I know someone that's showing up right there, I don't view everyone that's liked a post. But if I see one of my friends that likes it, like, I'll, I'll click it, too, maybe. I think I'd be more inclined to, to like something. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, too, I think, like, if I saw a post before with very few likes, but people I knew liked it, I think I'd be more likely to hit it. I feel like if a post had a lot of likes before, I'm like, oh, I don't care, like if it's something posted by Instagram themselves or like a, a massive brand or uh, like fuck Jerry, for example, like a massive influencer, I don't really care if I like it or not. Like, mm-hmm. why am I giving them props? Do they, do they need to see it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's changed my, uh, the way I use it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Like you, I guess you're not experiencing this, but imagine those, no. those numbers are gone. What, what do you think? I think it's, I think it's, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. Well, it could be a good thing. So first I would like to discuss my theory on why Instagram made this move. And I think it's because, what was it, like a year ago or two years ago, they changed their algorithm so that more popular posts were shown before as opposed they so the order of posts on your feed when you're scrolling through featured posts that were more engaged with like were mm-hmm. more popular more likes more views whatever more comments and then others who didn't have high like organic engagement essentially were kind of featured at the bottom which was really devastating for a lot of people who are trying to build a brand on Instagram because how do you get your post to the top of the feed? Yeah. Chronologically, it's easy. It's it's more fair, I think. So they really came under fire for that, remember? And like all these brands and influencers and people and whoever were just saying that's not right and you're kind of contributing to this problem that we're having in our society about people's obsessions with likes and who's most popular and this and this and this. And I think this is just a way for them to be like, we heard you <laughs> and we're trying to do something to um, sort of remove that that popularity contest, if you will. We're testing it in Canada. We're testing it in Canada because <laughs> everybody here is nice. I'm just kidding. Um, but it's very it's interesting, right? We're similar to the States. We're, sim- we're like it's it's anyways. That's why I think they're doing it. Um, but they say also that they want people to focus on the content versus the number of likes Mm -hmm. and whatnot, which is interesting because I often look at posts that go viral or remember the Ellen selfie that was taken a few years ago or that was Twitter. That was Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like featured all over, you know, wherever. And you see a gazillion retweets. I think it was, um, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's wedding photo was like at one time the most liked photo of all time. So I just kind of wanted to go over there and like it to be a part of that. Oh <laughs> like, my God. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's sort of like a weird thing. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. Again, I can't really speak to it that much, but I saw when I was home for Mother's Day, my mom was like, oh, did you see this on Instagram? I'm like, oh, interesting. I had read about it in the news, obviously, but... Did she have any thoughts on this? What did Kath Chats think? Jess's amazing mother, <laughs> Kath Chats. What did mm-hmm. she... Did she have an opinion? Or should we reach out on Twitter for comment? We should reach out on Twitter for comment. Okay. I, she did give me an opinion, and I was not listening. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. I don't remember. <laughs> like, I wasn't listening attentively, unfortunately. Okay. Fair. Um, I think because I was forming my own pin- opinions in my mind. And when I do that, I just, like, black out whatever is happening around me. Okay. So. Fair. Yeah. 
It's kind of interesting. You know what it reminds me of? Do you remember when you were a kid and sometimes the teacher would be like, okay, who wants to do this? Everybody put your head down and you have to vote by putting your arm up so that you can't vote the way your friends are voting. And I was like, oh, yes. kind of like a digital, like millennial version of that, I think. And because I think, you know, Instagram likes engagement, it's all about clout and social capital and just like being cool, essentially. And definitely. Yeah. yeah. This idea that it's going to refocus everyone's attention on content versus um, like popularity. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see how that works out. My question is, is this if this if this catches on and it's permanent, will people still be liking photos at all eventually if it's not going to be do you think that will lessen people engaging that way I, I don't know what do you think i think i have a feeling this is like the beginning of maybe something more like i think they're probably like testing to see how people respond to this in canada mm -hmm. and then i don't know i feel like they'll probably like work on something else in the right. future but i also yeah. think too it's like it is kind of like notifying the person who posted it that hey, I, I like this. Like, look yeah. at me. I like your content. I don't know. Right. Right. And I think that there's this sort of idea that content that is, like, they want people to post content that's more meaningful and engaging. But I don't know why engaging content can't be meaningful and vice versa. Like, isn't it already? Although, you know what I mean? Like, any of those Kardashian girls post themselves in, like, a thong and the internet's like losing their mind for yeah. whatever reason. They get a ton of engagement. I don't know. Obviously, we all know this, like scantily clad women, things that are edgy. They, those things sell for sure. Pam Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate beach babe. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know. But even I, but even... <laughs> Sorry, that was in reference to an episode a few weeks ago. I was like, I'm, I don't know what to say about yeah. this. <laughs> Sports but, Illustrated. Yeah. Well, even the... Show me uh, the babes. Sorry. Continue. Sorry. Would, is there anything else you would like to say about no, I'm sorry. Pam Anderson? No, I, there's absolutely nothing I'd like to say. She I'm supports done. PETA, so I'm not a fan of hers. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm done. I have nothing to say. Thank you. Listen. I'll lock it. I'll lock it until the next segment. Okay, sorry. Are, are you done? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, listen. I have. I, I don't know. What's going to happen? I don't know. I Do I think it's a, a step in the right direction, as we like to say here on the podcast? Yes, I do. I think if this has any sort of benefit on kids feeling less shitty about themselves in a world that's already like comparing everybody and you have like all these receipts online of comparing and who's popular and everyone's able to take notes versus like just feeling cool at school, then yes, I think it is important. Like, let's just do it. Somebody feels less shitty about themselves. But at the same time, I don't think that this is going to make content more meaningful or engaging agreed right i'm like yeah, how does yeah, that yeah. make any sense no i agree but, with you there i definitely yeah. do yeah anyways in addition to kath chats we would like to hear from all of you what are your thoughts please tweet at chris or myself my twitter hash or my twitter <laughs> handle is <laughs> at trey posh and chris's is at chris craigman for some reason, I can't speak properly today, so you know what it is? I got a new mirror, and I'm sitting in front of it, and I can't believe how much I don't move my mouth when I'm talking, and it's like, really? I, am I focusing on that? Like, I don't move, I don't, and then I'm thinking, do I not pronounce my words properly? Is this why? Do I have a lazy mouth? I think you, maybe you sound, I do. You sound very clear. I think you have a great voice. And every time I listen back to our podcast, I'm like, what a great voice Jess has. And that's, you know what? I hear that. I hear that when our fans send in fan mail. <laughs> in the uh, fan mail? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I haven't I shared that with you. I can't. <laughs> so many letters. I can't believe you have time to read all those letters when they come pouring in. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, I can only look at a, a few now. <laughs> I don't know. 
Jesus Christ. Okay, listen. <laughs> I need to put some more tea in my cup. Mm-hmm. So tweet at Chris and I your thoughts on this. Do you think this move on Instagram is actually going to make a difference? Is it going to decrease engagement? Is it going to increase engagement? What does this mean for influencers? I personally don't think it means that much. But yeah. Because don't you think brands look for more detailed, like more of like a surgical look at well, they can, I'm sure they can still get that. Like if you have like a business account or something, you can see so much information. Yes. So I'm sure they can still see that. You're right. Just on the surface, probably not as much. Great. I'm just trying to hear from the everyday people like Chris. So tweet at me. Gosh. <laughs> I need to go fill my teacup. So we'll be right back. <laughs> Have an idea for a topic, thoughts on a celebrity for our weekly quiz, or just have some feedback for us? We want to hear from you. You can interact with us on Twitter at NowServingPC, PC standing for podcast, myself at Chris Craigman, or Jess at Trey Posh. We love hearing from you and we thank you for listening. And now, back to the podcast. All right, that was my voice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, okay, uh, balling out or cutting back? We we were chatting about this earlier this week, mm-hmm. and we're like, we should be talking about this on the podcast. I th- there's certain things I go all, all out on and I don't care about how much it costs but there's other things I'm so cheap with and I think you're the same way and yes, but it's so of, yeah and it's kind of I think it's so unique on like what people value and I'm shocked at this all kind of started because I'm shocked at some of the things I value and other things that I, I don't value uh-huh. as much uh several weeks ago on the podcast I know I we were talking about like technology and phones for me I want to have the best phone I'm an Android user which I know makes people will hate me at me at Chris Craigman tell you how I feel about that I can't even talk (laughs) tell me how you feel (laughs) yes um yeah I I would love to (laughs) to hear about that um and yeah, like I, I love having a really good phone. For me, it's important because I use it every day. It's uh, it's something I always have in, in my hand. Um, but then I look at my watch. My watch is a $30 watch. I don't care about having a smart watch. I don't care about having like a, a really nice expensive watch. I don't want a Rolex. I don't want any other brand. I don't want an Omega. Mm-hmm. I don't know what other brands there are. But I don't care as much about that. And so I find that very surprising. Oh because I'm like, why do I care so much about a phone? And I justify wanting the best one because I keep it in my hand all day. But my watch, something that's on my wrist every day that I look at mm-hmm. all the time, I don't care as much about. What are mm. some of the things you like? Well, won't sacrifice, you know, and you have to spend, you know, the most on you want the best and other things you don't care about. This was actually hard for me because my spending habits have changed so dramatically in the last two years, I would say. Um, Mostly because I started making more money. So I was like, yes, I can finally afford all the things that I wanted to buy. But then at the same time, I'm still like a broke student at heart, no matter what. (laughs) So, and we've talked about this at length on the podcast before about how we both love a good deal, right? So we take advantage of like the Black Friday, whatever. My whole thing is this. Okay. I put together sort of a quick list. Things that I cheap out on. Foil, Uber. Like I always just try to take the cheapest option, whether it's Uber pool, Uber whatever. Like I just, and I don't even try to take Uber that often because whatever, but it is much cheaper in Toronto. Anyways, that's besides the point. Parking. Um, actually, this idea came from my aunt, who I just like to shout out, who listens to all of our podcasts. Yes, and she's <laughs> she's one of our biggest fans, which is interesting because obviously, like, she's older than us. Like, she's from a different generation than us, and she still can relate. So that's kind of cool. I guess we just talk about things that transcend generation. <laughs> We're just. <laughs> 
now serving is for everybody, I suppose, which is awesome. But she said that, and I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely cheap out on parking, too. Like, I will try to find free parking at all costs <laughs> unless I'm, like, late, and I'm like, okay, let me just try to find the cheapest one. Yeah. Um, the things that I ball out on, historically speaking, my bed. I'm very particular about my bed. You For love your bed. You freaking couldn't... iron your sheets too. Yes, I We've do. I do. So many times. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, for a long time, like when I was a student, even I was like, nope. Like I have always had a reverence, let's say, for my bed because I really believe in quality sleep. You can't sleep on a shit mattress and shit sheets on shit pillows and feel well rested. We spend it so much time sleeping. Yeah. It affects your life. And honestly, even just changing my sleep schedule has been transformational to say the least. So I've always spent money on my bed. This past winter, I got a new duvet, pillows, all like the whole kit and caboodle. And it's amazing. I love my bed and all of my bed visitors. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. Wait, why are you laughing? Because sorry. I don't have any. Thanks, Chris. God, I'm talking about Nicole and Steph. Okay, Jesus. I'm sorry. I was like, I literally, I was not sipping water, but I was about to, and I just envisioned me like spewing it at the uh, the microphone here. All of my guests, all of my bed guests, love my bed. They all say, "Damn, this is a comfortable bed," and I say, "I know." Yeah. Well, okay, I think that's very, no, to me, everything you said makes sense. And I feel like I'm mm -hmm. mostly aligned there. Parking's yes. one thing, though, that I don't know why, like, I find I get frustrated after a while. Like, if I'm in, I haven't driven in actually Toronto in, it's probably been a few years now. Mm -hmm. But there, that's something that drives me nuts. Like, if I can't find a parking spot, I'll just be like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm going here. I don't care how much this fucking spot costs. I'm. I can't deal with this and I need to get out of the car. Mm -hmm. So that's the only thing that I would be like, hey, maybe I'm different there. Uh -huh. um, I find for some of like the essential things I need around the house, sometimes I'll cut back there. I would say mostly with like cooking supplies. Like I know you mentioned tinfoil. That's a great um, thing. Um, yeah. Actually, soap. I always want really nice soap um, because I want it Me to smell too. nice. Me too. And then I was trying to think of things that I... Here, here's the thing. I don't know if I necessarily cheap out on things. Like, oh, I'll just buy this because it's the cheapest option. I like to buy nice shit. I like to buy nice quality stuff at the cheapest price possible. Okay. And you do this by deal hunting. It's a verb, okay? <laughs> and I am very good at it. And I have a whole... It's strategic where... Um, you know, like I use certain credit, like my certain credit card for points. I use those points to get something that I need. I we could have a whole podcast on points. Let's points. do it like one you time. And I, oh my God. You and I talk about our points all the time, right? Like we're, sorry, not all the time, but personally we talk about our points <laughs> and we're loyalty points enthusiasts, I would have to say. Yes. Because there's just so many good ways to take advantage of it. So is that me cheaping out? I don't know. I think I'm just being resourceful and strategic. I would rather, I only want nice things. Like I don't want cheap shit in my house. I just don't. There's no place for it here. And especially with this impending, not impending, with the environmental crisis that's happening, it is more important now than ever to buy quality goods that aren't going to negatively affect the environment. No more cheap plastic shit. Everything needs to be like bamboo and whatever. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll just have to fork out the money for a quality item so that I only have to buy it once. I respect that. Yeah. I, I can't, do. I can't do it anymore. So I'm like, yeah. And even I bought those like beeswax food cover things and what i haven't what are, yeah. i have no idea what you're talking about instead of using plastic wrap to wrap your food you can buy reusable um they're almost like wax paper but they're made with beeswax how do you and wash they, them you wash them with cold water <laughs> like you can't use too hot of water because it will melt the beeswax but just with soap and water you wash them can you like what if like you're, it's touching like meat or something like don't they get gross I don't use it for meat. I use glass containers to wrap meat. Okay. Raw meat. All right. 
for cooked meat, then I use that. But I've switched all of my, um, I want to say Tupperware, but storage containers to glass mm-hmm. because it's less of an, an environmental impact. The same thing with my food wrap. And I haven't bought plastic wrap in a year. I just haven't. Think about how much plastic that saves. Yeah. And I'm slowly transitioning to, like, I've removed paper towels from my life also. I got all microfiber fiber cloths. And I'm also transitioning to getting rid of, like, cotton pads because I use it to take off my makeup. So I'm getting reusable ones there, too. It cool. costs, the initial cost is more expensive. But the the payoff, which more than anything, when you look at cost per use, I think it's probably the same. If not, you get more bang for your buck probably reusable but it's the environmental payoff we owe it to our future generations and quite frankly ourselves because who knows what the fuck is going to happen in 10 years from now like it's scary so Um, interesting i i align with a lot like same thing with my like i don't have any plastic wrap yeah all my like containers they're all glass i've switched to those a few years ago Mm -hmm. um but i totally get it i'll admit i do have paper towels um Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. What and about... so I just, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I say, what about when it comes to traveling and trips? Because you're about to go on a trip with mm, some divas, <laughs> some divas, <laughs> corporate, corporate diva alert. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Regional queens. Do we be leaving the region <laughs> and entering a new region. <laughs> Sound the alarm. Yes. <laughs> Two Canadian regional queens are, yes. yeah. Um, but I don't want to, yeah, I'm going to go down a, a different path if I keep talking <laughs> about that. But yeah, travel. Yes. That's something for me. And I actually thought about this. I'm actually very much in the middle with that. I would rather not travel um, if it means going someplace like really like cheap or something that I'm sacrificing, like the quality of. Yes. But I also, I think, won't go, like, insane. And, like, I, I, I while I like the, the mm-hmm. best of the best, mm-hmm. I feel like I would, for example, like, when we went to Vegas, we went to one of the, the nicer hotels for sure. But mm-hmm. we got, like, an average-ish room there. Right. I feel, like, we also, that's... I feel like we got a good deal, though, too, right? So, oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Same thing, where I'm, like, looking for a deal. I don't want to sacrifice quality. And I think that's kind of one of the pillars of being a millennial, if you will, is <laughs> that no millennial wants to sacrifice quality. Millennials love luxury shit. And I was like, well, I am one because I love luxury shit. Which brings me to my point that I just forgot to include from my early or little rant there. The one thing that I do ball out on and I don't care and it's actually really bad because it's really bad for the environment probably anyways I cannot buy cheap toilet paper I buy the nicest like that thick like it feels like well in the, to quote Doug my father he said why the <laughs> he was at my house once and he's like Jesus Jess do you use paper towel to wipe your ass and I was like what he was like it's your toilet paper is so thick and I was like because it makes me feel rich (laughs) um I love it anyways but back to travel can I I just say one thing with toilet paper I'm the same way but I like don't have one fucking brand of shit tickets that I buy I'll just buy like I'll I'll buy what's on sale but same thing I want the a good one I'm not gonna buy like the the sandpaper one no, no, no. See, no. You I have am, a specific brand? I have brand, brand loyalty. It's Cottonelle, oh, and it's the aloe sake. one. Okay? Oh, my God. It's so you nice. You mean business? Also because, yeah, I do. But here's the thing. The Here's is that you can go to this app, Rebe, it's called. It's a flyer. It has all the flyers in your area you look by, whatever. I type in my, like, postal code, and then I type in Cottonelle toilet paper, and it tells me where it's on sale. So I go buy it then. Hmm. And I will often do this for items that I know, like, and I have a spreadsheet and all this stuff and I'm like totally a nerd, but I'm like, these are things that I use and I use, let's say one bottle of like whatever per month or, you know, 10 rolls of toilet paper per 10 weeks or I don't know, whatever it is. 
And then I like price it out and buy like six months worth to get the best price when it's on sale. I don't have a lot of storage space living in Toronto, but I do that. And so that's how I feel like I'm cheaping out, but I'm cheaping out on like good quality shit when it goes on sale. That's the difference. Fair. Travel, it's the same sort of thing. I'm always like looking for a deal. I turn the Google like um, flight alerts on. So when I see a flight drop or I see it go up I'm like okay I'll wait a day if it doesn't go down because sometimes they just peak and then go back down mm-hmm. then I buy the flight I'm like hey it's not gonna it's probably not gonna go back down um and then I try to use my points and any other scams that I can <laughs> stunt scams <laughs> gimmicks that I can use you have yes <laughs> interesting mm-hmm. I want to know what everyone else thinks what are mm-hmm. some of your I guess non-negotiables <laughs> like what are the things that you need the best of that you won't you don't care how much it costs what are things that you will cheap out on uh at chris craigman at trey posh at now serving pc pc standing for podcast i want to hear what everyone else has to say on this mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. very very interested listen i've heard a good argument for cars for vehicles okay i'm not a big car person though i like nice cars don't get me wrong if someone else is paying for it then that's fine but for me, I'm like, eh. Whenever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. We'll yeah. We'll see. We'll see. With that, we'll be right back because uh, we have a lot more to discuss and we have to wrap up the celebrity quiz. <laughs> we'll be God. Back. Okay, fine. Podbean is now serving's home for podcasting. Podbean has everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. It's perfect for beginners or well-established podcasters. Join today at podbean.com slash now serving. And now back to the podcast. Sorry, I was just getting in my zen zone for this next segment of the podcast. God. Yeah. Because earlier today, I had the joy, nay, the privilege of flying through some magazines, snipping out things that I found attractive, and I will shortly be pasting them on my new and improved 2019 vision board what the hell's a vision board oh i'm so glad that you asked chris a vision board is kind of like a collage board piece of cardboard a bristol board a bulletin (sighs) board and you don't sigh so loud god oh sorry i didn't realize that was recorded (laughs) rude i thought it was on mute sorry (laughs) um and you snip out things that you envision for your life and you put it on the board and you hang it mm-hmm. and there are a number of interpretations of the method of doing this some people like candles <laughs> some people just snip no. it out put it on there and like have you know or they just write down their goals or they print off pictures from the internet and plop it on the board one time i actually paid 120 dollars okay oh my god for what for what for a vision board workshop and i spent the day what did they tell you to do like cut out magazines and paste it to a fucking bristol board yes and that's exactly what happened at the end of the day but there was this whole process and methodology to understanding no, there was this no, there is this no. <laughs> there is this methodology this of like where you put for example like where i put my hermes scarf on the board oh meant that this quadrant was like this part of your life this color represented this and it was all about like chakra healing and like envisioning your life i fucking drank that kool-aid i was yeah i was so for it it was so awesome where do you put these vision boards? Like around I, your room? You can, which I think is the... Do your bed visitors come in and be like, are you a murderer? <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Okay, what? <laughs> so, no, listen, listen. I'm listening. I'm listening. I want to hear where you store your 
<laughs> vision, vision boards. boards. So oh I made them God. always growing up. Like I would always okay. make them like collages and stuff. It was kind of a creative outlet for me. As you mm. know, I love art, whatever. So we would do all this stuff. <laughs> and like as a teenage girl. I would look at that and be like, wow, what an artist. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so- Is this from the latest? <laughs> I can't believe you cut out all these pictures from People magazine. Where did you get your inspiration? Sorry, and I'm Martha gone. Stewart living for your mm. information. Oh, speaking of Martha Stewart, for those of you who listened to last week's podcast, sorry, continue. I'm being so rude. I'm being very disrespectful. Listen, I'm the listening. Vision board, I think, is valuable. Mm. A lot of people hang it somewhere that they can see it every day. It's a daily reminder. You know, Mm -hmm. there's this whole idea that you're like, that's right. Like, I do want to own a mansion in Beverly Hills. (laughs) Like, oh, that's right. I do want to run a marathon or all these things that you, these goals and aspirations and dreams that you have for your life. I think that there's value in looking at that every day. Now, did I (laughs) hang my vision board where I could look at it every day? No, of course. I rolled it up and threw it into my closet after I paid $120. (laughs) Um, is it nice no it's like it looks like a collage done by like a like you could make it nice like and I'm sure some people have this whole process like my new one is gonna be nice because I'm a grown-up now but when I paid 120 dollars it was on a bristle board whatever my point of the story (laughs) is this at the time I was in school I had no idea what I wanted to do $120 was an obscene amount of money to me because I had to work like 10 hours at the bay making minimum wage to pay for that, okay? And that was way back before minimum wage was $15 as it is in Ontario now. So it was a huge deal. I was like, okay, like I'm going to make a goal and this and that. When I left London and I moved to Toronto, I found the vision board. Let me tell you what was on it, Chris. I said I wanted to move to a big city. I wanted to work at a big office. I wanted a pair of Louboutins. I wanted a Hermes scarf. There was all these different things. I wanted to visit California. I wanted to blah, blah, blah. The list goes on and on and on. Every single thing came true. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it was the juju that happened during the vision board (laughs) workshop. I'm saying I think it's a, a, a good practice to have where you have goals. It's important to make goals. You can't just I don't make disagree a with that. Board. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can just make a vision board and be like, poof, it's going to happen. You have to put intentional systems in place to help you get from point A to point B to make that dream a reality. Okay. I worked very hard. You work very hard to get where you are. That's just mm-hmm. what it is. For me, I'm like, oh, and I think it's more of like a a sense it's comforting in times of when you're like Everything is so hard. What am I doing this for? And you can glance over your vision board and be like, oh, yeah, this is what I want. And it kind of renews your sense of like, ah, I can do this. Or at least it does for me. It's a motivator. Fair. Okay. Uh, now I can't wait for here to hear your thoughts, Chris. I like. Just say I think it. You say know, it. Okay. Just say I, it. I am saying I think like I think it's important to have goals, of course. I think it's important to like visualize that and and, and think about that and, and dream of it and keep it in mind because that's I think plays a big part in how you you get there. You have to stay focused on it. Mm-hmm. If a vision board is what does that, um, cool for me. I'm just like I I can't. Well, you know me. I think a lot of this comes down <laughs> to like clutter. And like, I fucking hate clutter. I hate, I hate when I have a flyer in a drawer, like borderline, like, yeah, it's a bit nuts. So the fact of like, oh, I'm going to cut out magazines and glue it or tape it or whatever to a Bristol board and like put it somewhere like that. I get like panicky. I'm getting like anxious talking about this. Um, I would, I mean, I've written some things down in my phone of like reminders, like do this. And I hope that one day some of these things come true or these are the beginning of ideas that will lead to, to bigger, uh, better, like exciting things in, in my life. So maybe that's like my quote unquote vision board. But oh my gosh, yeah, I can't. I think like vision boards are, I don't know enough. I'll say that. I don't know enough, but you know me. I don't get excited about things like that. I think it's a little hokey i think mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't know and i can't believe you paid 150 dollars i'm gonna know what 120 120 sorry Listen. i'm gonna be a vision board instructor 
um, and it comes with free Bristol board um, for everyone that attends. Actually, as a matter of fact, um, since it's Sunday, this is a long weekend here in um, in, in Canada, in Ontario, um, I'm going to hold a vision board workshop. It's This is inflation, though, so it's $150 now, and I'll teach you how to glue things. Adults I just only. like to tell everyone not to set up. I'm going to expose Chris. He texted to me today, and I quote, I think vision boards are stupid. <laughs> Don't let him take your money. I, listen. I, on the other hand, would still sign up, even though <laughs> it'd be like, great, a cool workshop. Awesome. Listen, let me tell you what happened at this thing. The girl was like, oh there was a guided meditation. She lit, she lit incense. Mine will like have the- that. Sorry, and an open bar i hope jesus um no. No. and um and she had this like room full of old magazines and she was like take out the ones that speak to you on like a spiritual level and i was like yes like where are those louboutins and you know like it just it was awesome and then you like heard from all these different people and you like wrote a letter to yourself and you like spoke to your inner child chris it was everything i could have all the juju i could have hoped for and more it was amazing it was amazing yeah i mean i'm glad you enjoyed it obviously (laughs) and i'm so excited i'm i'm gonna finish well hopefully work on my board tonight i want to get it done before go to the Barbados, not the Barbados, to Barbados, because I think I'm going to write a message to my future self and like put it in a bottle, like a message in a bottle and throw it in the ocean. That's littering. In a sustainable, in a biodegradable, (laughs) ocean-friendly bottle. Listen, I'm going to make an offering to the universe and it's going to be amazing and it's the perfect time to do it. I think that it's important to set goals and believe in yourself. It is. And things like that. And if this is your channel, if this is how you do it, then I think that's unique. And I, I don't, yeah, like it is special. Like. It is, it is special. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I, I have very, yeah, I can't picture myself ever. I wouldn't ever. <laughs> I, I write notes in my phone, then they're there, and then that's good, and it's mm-hmm. neat and tucked away, and yeah. Uh huh. Mm. I'm ha- like I'm I'm happy for you and um I-, I stand by all my comments. Whatever. So, Let's make you really happy. Let's get to the celebrity quiz. Oh, for Frank's sake, careful. <laughs> I could either be very happy or I'm gonna literally like, cry. And for the record, I'm I am happy that you're doing this. If it makes you feel good, Thank I'm just you. being a shit. Okay, celebrity quiz. Um, I'm going to read out the three hints again. You can ask me three questions about these hints, and then you can make three guesses. So here's the hints again. Uh, This person was on a 90s TV show. They were in a Broadway production of Chicago, and they were managed by one of their parents. What are we thinking? Okay, my first question is this. I want to ensure, and this isn't a slight against your research capability, but it might be. Are we referencing the Broadway show or are we referencing the film adaptation Chicago starring Renee Zellweger? Well, the... They were in the Broadway production of Chicago. So they... So not the movie. Correct. Well, this is going to be a disaster because I have never seen Broadway. I've never seen the Broadway production of Chicago. I haven't um, either. And I'm trying to jiggle my memory here. Um, okay, my second question is... Uh, God. So. Okay, a, a sitcom. Is it a, was it a, about teenagers, the, the celebrity, or with the 90s show? Uh, is it about teenagers? Teenagers played a big role in it. Like it was, yeah, I would say it was like a teenagers themed show. Yeah. 
<clears throat> okay. Was it... Uh, was it Brandy? Fuck. <laughs> I'm so upset. I'm actually so upset right now. I thought Listen. these were solid quiz. I thought these were solid. The only I reason I know this is because a couple of years ago, um, she was in it just a few years ago on Broadway. And that's the only person I know. The only other guest I had was the guy from Blossom. And I can't even remember his name, but I remember he was in a version of the Broadway show. Fuck. And she's like iconic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. In <laughs> was Brandy on one of your vision boards? She must have been. If you. Guys... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh! Wow. Well, it hurts so good, doesn't it, Chris? I have yep. once again proven that I am the pop celebrity queen. Yeah. And I can't wait for you to try and stump me once more next week. Yeah. I want, you know what, I, for, I want to know if anyone else guessed that early on. And be honest, tweet at us, at Chris Krigman, mm -hmm. at Trey Posh, at Now Serving PC. Um, mm -hmm. But genuinely, please, if you can think of something that will stump Jess, like, I beg you, send it to me. I will give you credit after if if it works. Mm -hmm. um, actually, no, I'll take credit if it works. If it didn't work, you'll get the credit. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, I think <sighs> Usher was in it too. Wasn't he? Usher? In what? Moesha? But I guess he's not a, no, <laughs> not in Moesha in Chicago. Was he? I didn't know. Yeah, maybe. I want to Google this. Stars who are, okay, listen, I'll do this on my own time. Chris, my teacup is empty. I guess the celebrity. We're you done won. here. We're all I, done. I, we're all done. Thank you to everyone so much for tuning in, listening. Thank you in advance for providing your feedback and for your congratulatory <laughs> tweets to me yeah. for yet again guessing the celebrity quiz. We'll be back next week with more hot tea to spill and sip. Mm. Two friends just yep. putting the kettle on and sharing, having a tea party, if mm -hmm. you will. Any final? Must, no, final just must be nice. <laughs> Being <laughs> be, this, yeah, it'd be such a. I know. Influencer vision board celebrity. <laughs> my expensive toilet paper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. And my Oprah deodorant. Oh my gosh! Mm -hmm. I only buy the Oprah one. It's so good. I don't even. I didn't know Oprah had deodorant. It's called stress response. It's like super soul stress response. <laughs> but listen it actually works it's tried mm. and tested and proven shout out to oprah and her deodorant every every episode <laughs> shout out to oprah <laughs> oh my gosh all right <laughs> thank you all for listening <laughs> we hope you have an amazing week <laughs> bye <laughs>